The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You can not only learn from your mistakes, you can celebrate them. They define who you are and serve as a learning tool to become your most beautiful self ever. Welcome to Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting, with your host, Jim Stacy. Jim is the author of 11 books and is here to help you experience the power of the divine deep within yourself. It's inside you. You just have to know where and how to look for it. Now, here is Jim Stacy. And yes, this is Jim Stacy, your host for Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting. Somebody asked me every once in a while, why do you call it that? I say, well, it's very simple. Religion is control in almost every case. And I want people to have the freedom to step out beyond any form of control and step into choice. You, as a human being, have the right to choose, the power to choose. It is all about who we are. And while religion keeps us small in almost every case, your choice can take you to your most beautiful self. That's what I want. So again, don't follow me. I challenge people with all kinds of questions and insights, but you do the work. You find yourself. You be you. The world is waiting for the gift that you are. So today, I have the privilege of doing a return favor for Dr. Marianne Chase. Uh, Some of you people on Voice America recognize her as the host of the show called The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Welcome, Dr. Marianne. It's good to have you on the show. Thank you very much, Jim. Well, we have a, a few things to cover here today. And I'm going to let you say as much as you want to say, because you present what you want to all the people on my show, as I was able to do for you last week. So you said at one point in all of our conversations that you had rediscovered the power of the mind. What in the world do you mean by that? (laughs) (laughs) Well... (laughs) Rediscovered, yes. I was just just a little history for your listeners is that I was raised in a small town in a southern state known as Oklahoma. Uh, and I've heard of that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the for individuals who are not aware, that that's kind of in the middle of the Bible belt. And As a youth, probably before I was age 10, my parents discovered a gentleman by the name of Jose Silva who was teaching courses called the Silva Mind Control Method. Mm -hmm. And what it was about was learning how to use your own mind to, to... heal and to be healthier and just to go about everyday life. And 
Go ahead. Go ahead. As I grew older, I I continued through all of his courses that he taught specifically. And uh, then I went to Oral, Oral Roberts University. That can be a mouthful. And uh-huh. Oral Roberts um, is a religious faith-based university. He's not still on the planet, is he? No, he is not. Yeah. His uh, his children are, right. um, okay. but the university is no longer under their auspices. Oh, okay. It still ha- carries his name, however. Yeah. Okay. So what did you learn there? What was uh, the unfolding for you? Well, I uh, went there just for your basic education and uh, eventually uh, – majored in biology and chemistry with a music minor. And, oh, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, well, you know, music is everything to me. It's just at the time I didn't really see where I could make a living uh, being a musician. Nonetheless, okay. as a science major uh, heading on into dental school, I was also heavily steeped in the uh, dogma that uh, Oral Roberts University loved to implant in all of us. And I did keep my training in the silver mind control just under my hat because I knew, I knew that it wouldn't be accepted in the least. Right. So why do they not want us to use our minds, do you think? Well, a lot of times in this, in my experience, it is fear. It is just fear-based. I, I saw two types of people at the university and, and throughout my entire religious upbringing. There's two types. The ones that see the devil behind every tree, and the ones that see God behind every tree. (laughs) I've heard of that one, that's for sure. (laughs) And the ones that see the devil behind every tree are the ones that tend to be very outspoken. And when it comes to the thought of using your mind, I guess it was considered new age that... Oh, well, that's just the devil talking to you. Uh, That's not God talking to you. You can't use your mind. It has to be all coming from God. And where I really understood, began to understand, is that everything comes from God. Everything. And when you live in fear, it's seems to be the devil. Sure. But you know, I have found too that every time somebody accuses another person of using their mind, in that very moment, they're using their mind too. Well, and... They can condemn it in you. I'm sorry. Well, no. uh, It's... How do you define the mind? And the way I was taught is the mind was some physical entity in our brain. And as I have learned now, and really as we have learned 
generally as as a people as we have begun to discover what the mind is it's us it it can be considered our soul and our spirit and the way jose silva taught it was he he taught that it was a mind over the body the matter and so the mind wasn't really a entity that he thought of and now that we have increased our understanding in the way of quantum physics that we know that everything has substance and even our thoughts create substance and that was one of the things that Mr. Silva taught and he encountered a lot of the fear of the church. He he was born and raised in a denomination, if you want to call it that, that tried to excommunicate him for teaching mm. the <laughs> the mind. That's very common. I had that yeah. experience myself. <laughs> <laughs> to be excommunicated. Well, that's just using fear to cause a person to quote unquote behave yes. because there are those that know that when we as individuals can learn to use what we have been given, yes. how we have been created, then we really are limitless. But we have to have the courage and the freedom to choose to go down that path. And it's extremely difficult if not impossible, to go down that path of self-discovery when we're in the midst of those telling us that we're following the devil, right? Well, absolutely. And those individuals that are, have the devil behind every tree um, would say, or even grass blade for that matter, would, uh, would use their fear to create fear in you exactly. to, to create, behave, to behave. Right. Yes, behave. Behave, yes, but according to whose rules, right? Well, yes, certainly. To They thought it was according to the rules that were given to them in the Bible, mm-hmm. uh, at least in this, this situation. But as I learned from you, Jim, when, when you were a guest on my show, that the rules are there with any religious sect. Yes. And and so they all have rules. Sure. And even today, since the so-called Reformation, all that uh, did was to separate the the religious mentality up into, you know, the Baptists on this corner, the Lutherans on that corner, the Episcopalians over here, the, the Methodists there, and the on and on and on. And each one of them today, if you knocked on their door and asked them about one specific so-called rule, each one would have their own interpretation. And right there is the biggest problem with what I call Christianity. Well, and certainly, and but that brings up for me that um, there are certain laws that we really on this planet are obliged to live by. But those 
I'm sorry? And what would those be whenever we get to it? <laughs> well, those those are kind of the laws of what is considered quantum physics. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the laws of gravity. You, you can't jump off a building, uh, at least in this physical body, <laughs> and expect to survive a three-story fall. You, you may survive it if it's three stories, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're, you're going to be not. a little broken. <laughs> sure. those, those are laws, but uh-huh. to me, there is a difference between a law and a rule. And that's, that's really the whole thing about using your mind and your, your energetic self to do whatever you need to do mm-hmm. or ask to do. You are working with the laws that were created there and were given to us to use. Mm-hmm. You're not using human rules. Yes. And so when it comes to healing and physical healing, and, and that's really what my show is about, um, healing so that you can find that world of peace. Yes. So many people think there are rules that you have to follow to heal. Yes. May I pick up on one thought from a few minutes ago just to reinforce what you said when you talked about the mind being much more than just the brain. The Aramaic, as everybody on my show knows, I've studied this now for 16 years, and the mind uh, is not the whole thing, but the mind is much bigger than what we've been taught. The word in Aramaic is called the nafsha, and it's the most difficult, if not impossible, word in all the Aramaic to define, because it means our mind, our body, our soul, our spirit, our thoughts, our intentions, our emotions, our devotions, our every part of the human being is included in the nafsha. And that's what Yeshua, Jesus, said when he said his famous statement, the the light within you is the divine, and that is your essence. So how do you find you have stepped free from the smallness? Is this what you're telling us as you talk about the the positive laws that we need to look at? Well, uh, certainly. The, The smallness, to step away from that, one of two things could happen when an individual goes to a uh, religious-based university. (laughs) (laughs) You you can become highly cynical. Maybe three things. You can become Mm -hmm. highly cynical. Mm -hmm. You can be continued to be deeply steeped in Mm -hmm. the religious rules. Or you can decide to find what is truth. Okay. Marianne, right now I'm going to ask you to hold that thought while we take a break, and we're going to come right back and have you answer, what is truth? It's time for a break right now. We'll see you on the other side of two minutes. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Jim Stacy is the author of 11 books, including his first title, Jesus Was Not a Christian, Healing the Shame and Fear from Man-Made Theology. 
That book is available on Amazon. The other 10 books, which are titled A Healing Spiritual Journey, are available as downloads on thedivineiswithinus.com. When you visit that site, you may also download his CDs and articles, and you can also find out more about where Jim will be speaking, spiritual retreats, and vision quests. Visit www.thedivineiswithinus.com today. Jim Stacy's first book, Liberating Jesus from Christianity, Healing from the Fear and Shame of Religious Dogma, is available on Amazon.com. Discover what the church has been hiding for over 1,700 years. Find out why people carry the wounds of guilt and shame instead of the power of loving and being loved. Discover that you are a part of the divine. Learn about the kingdom of heaven within you and find out why history has been twisted by those who slaughtered tens of thousands of innocent people. See why the real Jesus never said the words hell or sin. Liberating Jesus from Christianity. Available right now on Amazon.com. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. are listening to Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to thedivineiswithinus at gmail.com. Again, that's thedivineiswithinus at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Here again is Jim Stacy. Well, Dr. Marianne, you said a word just a minute ago, truth. If there's been any word that has been so difficult to define in the English language or any language, it is what is truth. Tell me more about what you see truth to be. Well, it it can be a little bit dangerous because when a person says, well, that's truth, they tend to maybe look at it as a relative thing. And I personally see truth as not relative. It's absolute. And so rather than looking at truth as, well, today I wanted to go out and murder somebody, so my truth is that uh, murder is fine. Uh, That's not what I'm talking about when it comes to truth. Uh, Truth really comes back to what I said earlier about laws, the laws of how they have been created, and for lack of better word, the laws of the universe, the mm-hmm. laws that were set forth by, by God. And so what is the truth of those laws? And so... What are Yeshua, some of those laws? Do you have more specifics on that? Well, there there are definitely people that have been come acquainted with the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. That it works that way. It, it is quantum physics. It is like attracts like. That's just kind of what the law of attraction comes right down to. But the law of attraction can be trumped by other laws like grace and and for me the opinion of grace is that of absolute love unequivocal love and and it's you you 
that's what trumps the law of attraction. And then there is the law of judgment. And if you make judgments on other people, and and I can tell you now, Jim, it's impossible not to make judgments. I, I it's, but when you make a judgment, recognize that, and for lack of better word, repent or just say, I'm sorry, and I'll change. That's really what repent is all about. It's not this thing about I've sinned and I've repented from the sin. No, it's about I've made a mistake. Yes. And I made a judgment and I've made a mistake and I'm sorry, I'll change. Yes, it's not groveling on the floor in guilt and shame by any means whatsoever. No, it's really recognizing it and Turn, yeah. being Go. willing to change. Yes. And forgiveness, which is that's all about, you're forgiving yourself for making a mistake. And that trumps the law of attraction. And so that's another one of the laws of of physics, and it really is coming down to quantum physics. And as you said, Yeshua did not come here to tell us about physics, but that's what we call it right now, quantum Mm -hmm. physics. Mm -hmm. Those are some of the laws I'm talking about in the truths that we go through. And to me, the absolute truth is love. Mm-hmm. But some people look at that as an emotion rather than a truth. What do you see makes those two distinct? Well, an emotion is a human entity. And, or at least as described as a human thing. And, Yes, we were created, in my opinion, in the likeness of God because of love. And God loves us unequivocally, mm-hmm. without reservation. And so, is that an emotion? I know that many people and entities have tried to put an emotion on God mm-hmm. to say, well, God's angry, right. God's vindictive, mm-hmm. God's this, God's that, the Old Testament God, and even the God of Revelation was an angry and vindictive God. Mm-hmm. It's a human emotion. I, I think it's that... A projection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I personally believe love is something that we have been built with and can give out. I mean, if you've had a pet that you could say loves you and you love that pet, can you really honestly say that that pet loves you because it is emotionally 
charged to do so. No, I think that pet was created to love. And so many times the human being has been told that they're the opposite of that. We've been told by religion that love is something outside of us and above us, and we can't even get to it until we accept the, the dogma of being guilty and wicked and shameful. And if we step into shame and become a doormat, then and only then are we worthy to receive love. Have you heard that kind of nonsense? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and... and that that's uh, I hate to use the word nonsense, but it is that you can only get love if you do something. Yeah. And uh, Yeshua, <laughs> yeah, Yeshua did not teach that. He no. he taught that love is a gift. It is purely by grace, which, if you remember, is what I feel trumps that like attracts like. Yes. which is by just the fact that grace exists. And Yeshua did say very clearly, and this is something that, that I see or saw in, in 40 to 50 years and uh, involvement in, in the church, and then uh, out of my outside view of the, of, of the church is the same thing. All that it seems that people can do is to focus on the splinter that is in somebody else's eye, and Yeshua said, no, 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 look at the log that's in your own eye first. Right. (laughs) So judgment, what is judgment but a projection of my guilt onto somebody else so that I can hold that external person guilty and bypass my own. Right. And and the the interesting thing about um, guilt or forgiveness is the fact that we think that this person needs to be behaving just the way we were told to behave or we have learned to believe to behave. Right. But we forget that it is our judgment of that other person that is keeping us trapped and unhealthy. Yes, exactly right. Tell me more about that if you can. Well, the thing about our health, and and um, I have read so much from so many people about how forgiveness is the main thing that will keep us from being health, healthy or actually make us sick. Yes. And, and, and it's because the energy of unforgiveness, which really isn't a word in the Oxford English Dictionary, but we use it all the time. The energy of unforgiveness is a very, very low vibration. And all it does is attract low vibrating energy to us. Yes. So if you have lots of people or even yourself, or God, that you are carrying unforgiveness for because of perceived wrongs, wrongs that you believe have happened, mm-hmm. then you are attracting that like attract likes, low vibration, yes. and something in the body is going to break. 
you know, and yeah. everybody, it's different. That's right. Somebody said the lack of forgiveness is like drinking a cup of poison and expecting that other person to die. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so we hurt ourselves by holding negativity towards anyone. Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Of course. And, and <laughs> the, the hard thing for some people is they may not even realize that they're carrying some unforgiveness or a lot of unforgiveness or a lot of bitter mm-hmm. judgments. And so it comes back again to judgment and unforgiveness. It's, it's really the, the same thing. And when you find yourself judging somebody, That is the first thing you need to look at. Okay, why am I carrying this judgment for that person? And that will put you into the first clue as to what you need to change about yourself. Yes. And when we look at ourselves first and learn to own our mistakes, to own our own shadow self, to own everything, the good and the mistakes that we make. When we do that, then we no longer blame that devil behind the tree. We accept responsibility. We step into that. We say, I forgive you. Will you please forgive me? And when we step into that energy of sharing this life as people who make mistakes in common, we can begin to develop brand new relationships. Right now, Dr. Marianne, it's time for another break. We'll be right back with you. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Jim Stacy is the author of 11 books, including his first title, Jesus Was Not a Christian, Healing the Shame and Fear from Man-Made Theology. That book is available on Amazon. The other 10 books, which are titled A Healing Spiritual Journey, are available as downloads on thedivineiswithinus.com. When you visit that site, you may also download his CDs and articles, and you can also find out more about where Jim will be speaking, spiritual retreats, and vision quests. Visit www.thedivineiswithinus.com today. Jim Stacy's first book, Liberating Jesus from Christianity, Healing from the Fear and Shame of Religious Dogma, is available on Amazon.com. Discover what the church has been hiding for over 1,700 years. Find out why people carry the wounds of guilt and shame instead of the power of loving and being loved. Discover that you are a part of the divine. Learn about the kingdom of heaven within you and find out why history has been twisted by those who slaughtered tens of thousands of innocent people. See why the real Jesus never said the words hell or sin. Liberating Jesus from Christianity. Available right now on Amazon.com. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. listening to Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to thedivineiswithinus at gmail.com. Again, that's thedivineiswithinus at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Here again is Jim Stacy. So Dr. Marianne Chase, my guest today here on Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting, 
Dr. Marianne, you're saying some of the very same things I've said many times, and I like always hearing the truth from a different perspective. So tell us more about these negative energies and what they cause or how we can change them, or whatever track you want to go. Well, the negative energies that we carry, sometimes we didn't even create ourselves. Yes, sometimes we have uh, as a as a child from birth to about age 12 sometimes we can create our own negative beliefs about things like the young boy that is in a church service and told that you're a bad person and you will never go to heaven and they develop this belief that they're a bad person and they're destined to go to hell as such. That's a negative belief. And we can also carry negative beliefs because maybe as a child you were beaten severely and told you are unlovable. But we can also get negative beliefs while we are in the uterus. Through the things that are said, we know that infants can hear and they will pick up the energies from the mother. Perhaps the mother was raped and she doesn't want you, but she's carrying you to term. But you got that message I am not wanted. Right. And then there are the genetic ways to get these negative beliefs. And we know now that even in the half cell of the sperm and the half cell of the egg, they carry the negative beliefs that our parents had. Yes. And they certainly can. And it's all about energy. Because beliefs and memories that cause these beliefs are carried in the cellular structure, which can take it even further back. If you know you can get negative beliefs from a parent, how do you not know that your parents didn't get that negative belief from their parents? And so on, and so on, and so on. And so... I just want to go back to a biblical premise that was put out there that even the sins, which is not the right word, but that's the way we read it in English, even the sins will be visited upon the son unto the seventh generation. Mm -hmm. Even they knew that those negative beliefs, those those things, those mistakes are passed down genetically. Yeah. And what I like to say, and you're, you're right on, that the church made certain that it was translated as these really bad sins. If we carry negative energies, if we make mistakes, you have sinned. No, not at all. We carry negative energies because we have been taught that. And then we learn to repeat it if we have not been able to overcome it or been taught that it's possible. 
Right, and there are so many different ways to overcome these negative energies. And Jim, you don't have to even know what they are. And to be forgiven our sins, it's really just a matter of asking. And so, I say sins, and I say forgiven, and that really can take people back into that whole churchy thing of dragging yourself to the altar and submitting, submitting, submitting. And, well, there's nothing wrong to submitting to the all, all there is power, but you don't have to drag yourself to an altar. And mm-hmm. that's coming back to, again, this law of attraction, which says you've got to ask for something. You've got to believe that it will happen, and then it happens. And, and Yeshua said that. It is that person's faith. It is that person's belief that has made them whole. And what if I have difficulty getting myself to the place where I can really believe it? What if I keep doubting or wondering or thinking still I'm not worthy? How do you think we can get to the place where we truly believe something and then wait to see the results? Well, that is something that can be energetically changed. And that's what I teach about with a particular energetic method. It's called the healing code, mm-hmm. the healing codes. And But there's other ways. There are people that practice yoga. There are, there's Tai Chi, there's Qigong, a lot of Eastern modalities to, to break some of the negative energies. And even here in the United States, there's a, uh, uh, a method called the emotion code. There is rapid eye technology. There is a, a method called tapping, which is just using the acupuncture points, uh, tapping on your skin. That's also known as emotional freedom technique. There's all kinds of ways to break that negative energy. So what you're telling me, and I like it, by the way, is (laughs) (laughs) that when I feel stuck in a belief or not being able to, to manifest that, what you're saying is that I have the responsibility to pursue every avenue possible that will help me change. Is that right? Absolutely. And again, it's it's taking responsibility. It's not the preacher's job to make you get healthy. And it's not the preacher's job to have you get spiritually better. Each and every one of us has to take our own responsibility to become who we were created to be. Ah, yes, I love that. I've said it a thousand times. Tell me more. (laughs) Well, uh, one of my favorite verses in 
is in Psalms, and I right now I can't tell you the number, but uh, it says, I knew you before you were born, and I knew who you were supposed to be and what you were supposed to do. And some people say, well, that's predestination and you have no choice. Everybody has a choice. Yeah. And <laughs> even people that, even Adam had the choice. He, he could have chosen the apple, which is a great allegory. Yes. <laughs> or he could have not chosen the apple. But we all have a choice because we yeah, were exactly. created to be able to choose. And if you want to get spiritually connected, if you want to heal physically, you got to take responsibility. And it's not the MD on the other side of that stethoscope that's yes. going to heal you. Yes. You know, they can pump you full of drugs. They can pump you full of pills. But it's not going to heal you. Exactly. I like something I saw just the other day on Facebook. <laughs> it was a picture of a, a, a uh, well, not Adam and Eve kind of thing, a drawing of two people. And <laughs> it said, you know, if I, we wouldn't be in all this trouble had Adam and Eve been Chinese because they would have eaten the snake, not the apple. <laughs> but what I understand, the snake, the serpent, of course, and the whole story of Adam and Eve is a myth that was told to help us understand that we all come into consciousness by choosing to know both sides of the spectrum. And without the power of choice, then everything's just automatic and everything is just hunky-dory. And no, we don't live as beings without choice. We are responsible to make choices, learn from each choice, and make another one and another one. Is that what I hear you saying? Well, absolutely. And it, it's also my understanding that the Adam and Eve uh, stories, as well as the Noah stories, are just about every culture, ancient yeah. culture, had one. Yeah. And it, it, it's really about uh, what you said, choice. And it's, it's not about, um, it's the mistake and that we are still paying for those mistakes, but we still have that choice to not pay for that mistake. Yes, that's absolutely the truth. And there's such beauty and such power in that kind of statement because then we are never victims. It is there's nothing like the victim energy to keep us small and trapped, to keep us obedient, to keep us in a very very negative place. Every time I make a choice, I say, no thanks, victim. I will choose. This is my life, and I will take responsibility for it. I love how you said that, and I totally agree with that concept. So we have about 30 seconds left of this segment. Uh, what else would you like to share? Well, uh, just just I'm going to repeat what you just said about the victim versus the, yeah, uh, otherwise. Because the one thing that keeps us as a victim is when we depend on someone else to fix us. Yes. I love how you say that. And we're going to talk more about that in the last segment of the show. 
But right now, I hope every one of you will sit back, take some time to think about and make some notes of what you're hearing today, and you will find this will bring great healing to your life. We'll be right back after this break. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Jim Stacy is the author of 11 books, including his first title, Jesus Was Not a Christian, Healing the Shame and Fear from Man-Made Theology. That book is available on Amazon. The other 10 books, which are titled A Healing Spiritual Journey, are available as downloads on thedivineiswithinus.com. When you visit that site, you may also download his CDs and articles, and you can also find out more about where Jim will be speaking, spiritual retreats, and vision quests. Visit www.thedivineiswithinus.com today. Jim Stacy's first book, Liberating Jesus from Christianity, Healing from the Fear and Shame of Religious Dogma, is available on Amazon.com. Discover what the church has been hiding for over 1,700 years. Find out why people carry the wounds of guilt and shame instead of the power of loving and being loved. Discover that you are a part of the divine. Learn about the kingdom of heaven within you and find out why history has been twisted by those who slaughtered tens of thousands of innocent people. See why the real Jesus never said the words hell or sin. Liberating Jesus from Christianity. Available right now on Amazon.com. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. are listening to Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to thedivineiswithinus at gmail.com. Again, that's thedivineiswithinus at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Here again is Jim Stacy. And thanks again to all of you who have listened again today. I'm delighted to hear what Dr. Marianne Chase has to say about this healing energy and taking responsibility for ourselves. So, Dr. Marianne, first, before we go any further, how can people get in touch with you? What kind of contact information do you want to put out? Well, you can uh, find me on my website, thehealingwhisper.com, as well as uh, the usual Facebook, Twitter LinkedIn, etc. The other thing that uh, you can do is go to listen to my show on the Health and Wellness Channel here on Voice America, and all the links to my contacts as well as my email is there too. Okay, so I encourage everyone here that's been part of my show for the last year to take time and check out The Healing Whisper. Check out Dr. Marianne and her show and how this healing energy, what you can learn, how it can benefit you. I want to see every one of you healthier, more independent, more positive, stronger, whatever the words are. I want to see you become your most beautiful self. So, Dr. Marianne, let's talk a little bit more about the healing codes and just the few minutes that we have left. Well, certainly. The healing codes were really created, uh, I shouldn't even say created, uh, discovered by a gentleman by the name of Dr. Alex Lloyd. And he 
discovered them, they were given to him. And his wife suffered from extreme depression. And everything they did uh, didn't seem to counter the depression. And one day he was out of town and his wife gave him a call and said, I've I'm had it. So they prayed and uh, she managed to not do herself in. Um, by the time he got home on the airplane, he had been given the healing code. And essentially, they are a way of using your hands pointed to four different healing centers around the head and neck to direct energy to negate the negative energy. And it's along the same technology, if you will, as the uh, the headsets that are noise-canceling, what they do is they keep the frequency, get the frequency of the noise coming in and makes an exact same frequency going out, so it cancels it out, mm-hmm. and that's what the healing codes do. So that's a very technical explanation, mm-hmm. and so what we are doing with the healing codes is we are healing in about 12 different areas of our life and nine specific emotional areas, what can be considered emotional areas, where we do carry those negative beliefs. And we really know through scientific evidence, let's just take, for example, peace and We know that emotion, that feeling of peace, when we are not there, that it will affect our gut, our GI system. And if you've got problems in that area, then you're probably having a problem in the area of peace. But again, you don't really have to know which area you've got going on because our bodies No, our spirits know what needs to be healed. And so, technically, what you do with the healing codes, and I I would recommend everybody to go to the healing code website, and you can find out how to do a healing code. It's a very simple universal healing code by pointing the hands at the bridge of the nose, the temple, the angle of the jaw, the Adam's apple. And you're saying a prayer beforehand, requesting healing. And you don't even have to know what the emotional belief is that's going on. You probably will find out as you do healing codes. And it doesn't change the memory it just changes the belief associated with the memory. Right. So if you were beaten as a child, you'll still remember the beating, but there will be no emotional charge to it. And that's what the healing codes do. And they change our vibration so that we are no longer putting ourselves under stress. So if you have a belief, I'm unlovable, and on the other hand, somebody says, you are lovable. It, those are contrasting beliefs. The unlovable belief is a subconscious belief that's running in the loop of our mind 24-7. 
Whereas somebody comes to you and says, you are lovable, you might hear that two hours a day. Or if you're looking in a mirror saying, I am lovable, but you don't really believe it. Yes. That's causing stress. Uh Ah, so the trick is, or not the trick, the insight is to come to the place where we can believe the positive energy. Exactly. And embody that. And that's what the healing codes do. Yes. That's excellent. I love that. In fact, let me just say something, interject to this for, for my next week's show, because it's a very interesting topic relating directly to what we've been told here. We all have in our lives at times what we call enemies. And yet, Yeshua taught very clearly, you don't just love the divine, you love yourself, you love your neighbors, which is, by his definition, anyone who is in need. But he also added this really tricky one, this really uh, statement that a lot of people wish just weren't in their Bibles. He said, love your enemies. So my show next week is going to be how to cancel the negative energies that enemies uh, hold or you hold with regard to them. How can we love our enemies, set ourselves free, set them free, and enter a whole new way of being? So, Dr. Marianne Chase, we just have a few seconds left for today. Thank you so much for being on the show. And give me one thought that you would like to leave with the audience. Well, I would just really love to leave the audience with the same thing that I leave my radio audience with. And it's Solomon's words that say, guard your heart for all things come from there. And our heart. As Yeshua said, the heart, the nafsha, is every part of the human being. I wish you all well. Dr. Marianne, it's been beautiful to have you. I appreciate the positive energy, and I join with you now as a new friend on our pathway back home. And for all of you listening, please spend more time discovering and being your most beautiful self. I'll catch up with you next week. Thank you for tuning into the program today. Please join Jim Stacy for another edition of Beyond Religion. Your life is waiting next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This week, let the divine work for you and with you. You're bound to experience a new life. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.